0: It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, November 27th. I'm Donald Ware. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. As a matter of fact, it's also hashtag giving Tuesday, hashtag giving Tuesday. Why don't you donate to your favorite charity? It's a great way to give back. We've had Black Friday. We've had Cyber Monday. So now it's time to give back. Why don't you uh, do hashtag giving Tuesday and donate to one of your favorite charities to help those who are less fortunate. Um, you know, today on, uh, on the Takeaway Tuesday edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, a whole lot to get into as a matter of fact, as week 13 of the HBCU football season was short but productive, meaning short, not a lot of games, just really a handful of games that were played as a matter of fact. But very productive down in New Orleans, Southern defeated Grambling 38 to 28. And if you heard me um, on the last edition of, Takeaway Tuesday on last week. I, I definitely thought that Southern was the team uh, that should have been favored in this game. I thought Southern, in fact, would have been the team to win in this football game. If you look at what Southern has been able to do throughout the course of the season, yes, they got off to the slow start, but a lot of those games were non-conference games. They did have the one loss to Alcorn State in conference. And by the way, Alcorn and Southern going to meet in the SWAC championship game on the campus of Alcorn State on Saturday. But I just thought Southern had been playing some tremendous football. They had the big, really things started off with their big win against Prairie View A&M. That 36-0 win over Prairie View A&M when Prairie View A&M was going really, really well. But I tell you what, Southern able to get it done, had a chance to watch that game uh, on TV. And um, this is a very dangerous Southern football team as a matter of fact it's a Southern football team that I thought in this football game really should have had more points and should have won by a bigger margin than it ultimately did they give Grambling a lot of credit I thought Southern let up a little bit Um, And when they had the 31 to 13 lead and then Grambling came roaring back to pull to within 31 to 28, I think it was about midway through the fourth quarter when they scored that touchdown, it moved Grambling to within three points. So there still was a lot of time for Grambling to be able to come back. But Southern definitely, you know, I thought the more talented football team in this game. And, you know, we, we talk about impact players. And back in 2016, we gave an impact player award for our Box to All-America Awards to a young man by the name of Lenoris uh, Footman, formerly of Alcorn State. And I tell you what, Ladarius Skelton reminds me a lot of... Lenoris footman. He's a guy that can come in and just change a whole game with, with his legs and then his arm as well. When you look at what he was able to do in the football game, throwing the football, only threw the football 14 times. But of those 14 times, he completed eight passes for 217 yards, three touchdowns and no interceptions in the ballgame. If you go back to that 2016 season with Lenores Footman at Alcorn State, very similar numbers, similar situations. I think the situation um, was a little bit different at Alcorn State with the fact that Footman was forced to kind of play in this football game because of injury to John Gibbs. Everybody may remember John Gibbs. And by the way, Noah Johnson was on that football team as well. Noah Johnson had a really good season this year for Alcorn State. But with John Gibbs Jr. going down, Lenore's footman kind of came in and took over the reins and really had a phenomenal season. If my memory serves me correctly, of course, he led Alcorn State. I'm sorry, I said 2016, that was 2015, the 2015 season for Lenore's footman. He led Alcorn State to that um, – or helped lead Alcorn State, I should say, to that um, to that celebration bowl and, of course, led Alcorn State to that SWAC championship um, as well. But Ladarius Skelton in this game, 217-yard passing, uh, three touchdowns, no interceptions. So that means of his eight completed passes, three of those were for touchdowns. That is a really, really good ratio. And if you look at some of the footballs that he threw – Um, some of the ones that he didn't complete um, may not have been the greatest throws, but boy, the ones he completed were absolutely phenomenal throws. And by the way, rushing the football, 79 yards rushing in the football game. Um, I mean, that, that is tremendous. And if you look at his numbers throughout the course of the season, he took over um, about midway through the season. And it's just really been a great, great spark for the Southern Jaguars. And, you know, I mean, if you if you really looked at this football game and you watched this football game, I mean, you could just tell that Southern was clearly the more talented team. Um, I thought Jeremy Hickbottom, the quarterback for Grambling, I thought he did some good things in this football game, but certainly this is not the Grambling team that we've seen the last couple of years. Um, again, you know, it's hard to replace Uh, A a great quarterback at Grambling is hard to replace a guy like a Martez Carter, um, who was the running back. I I thought defensively Grambling overall this season, at least coming into the season, was good. And by the way, Darius Christmas, really, really good as an individual on that field for Grambling was all over the field. But it was not enough as Grambling fell. To Southern. Now, we have upcoming, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, the SWAC championship game is going to be taking place on the campus of Alcorn State in Lorman, Mississippi on Saturday between Alcorn State and Southern. And this should be a really, really good football game. I mentioned the fact that Jackson, or that uh, uh, Alcorn State has Noah Johnson as the quarterback. I mean, he's got to be in the running for the SWAC's offensive player of the year. I mean, I, I think if you look right now, um, you know, he probably would be the guy that would get the SWAC's offensive player of the year. He's had a really good season um, on the best football team in the SWAC and has led them to another uh, SWAC championship appearance and of course for Alcorn State another Eastern Division title I believe five straight uh, Eastern Division titles for Alcorn State Um, you know somebody said somebody said to me emailed me a little bit earlier in the week and said the only thing about the SWAC is there's no defense played in the SWAC and that's sort of always been at least the perception I would say I'll tell you this, Alcorn State plays some defense. This is an Alcorn State defense that reminds me of Alcorn State defenses going back to the 2014 season, to the 2015 season when Jay Hobson was the head football coach. Of course, Jay Hobson now the head football coach at Southern Miss. And this is a a Fred McNair team. That has a, a, a good offense. There's no question about that led by Noah Johnson, but has a really good defense. I think this is, see, th- to me, this is the difference between Allcorn State this year and Allcorn State in 2017 and Allcorn State in 2016. They, w- they had the offensive weapons. I mentioned Lenores Footman. He, of course, played. They had both Lenores Footman and Noah Johnson the, the last two years, as a matter of fact but the difference between getting over the hump. They say defense wins championships, and, I, I you know, listen, at the end of the day, I think that's going to be the reason why Alcorn State wins the championship this year. I think when you look at both of these teams, I think – Alcorn State probably overall um, is a better offense overall. It's it's gelled together throughout the course of the season. I mean, remember this is an Alcorn State team that put up 42 points against New Mexico State, who is an FBS program. Hard to tell if New Mexico State is really that good, but I mean the bottom line is they're going to have more depth and definitely have more scholarships and to be able to put up 42 points against New Mexico State really says something about the Alcorn State Braves. But I think if you looked at what they been able to do overall in the conference this is a good Alcorn State defense that I think is going to be able to um, to I'm not going to say hold in check because it's sort of hard to hold a guy like Ladarius Skelton in check but I think one of the advantages that Allcorn State does have is that they know they have a they had a similar player and knew how to prepare for for a guy when they had to, the last couple of years, be able to prepare for Lenore's footman. So, again, to me, similar quarterbacks in Lenore's footman and uh, Ladarius Skelton, and I think that gives Alcorn State a little bit of an advantage. Uh, Southern's defense isn't pr- probably where it needs to be. It's you know it, 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 This is a rematch of a game that was played a little bit earlier on in the season when Alcorn State won that football game. Um, can Alcorn State do it twice and beat a team twice um, in a season? I think they can. It's a different team. Now, granted, it's a different Southern team than when, and a team that hasn't lost, by the way, um, since those two teams met. It's a different team, but I still think it's an Alcorn State team That's a better football team. And I think you're going to see Alcorn State win the SWAC championship game on Saturday. The game is on their home field. Now, you know Southern is going to bring a lot of fans to that football game. There's no question about that. But a a, a home field advantage, I think, obviously for Alcorn State. And I think that's going to be a game that Alcorn State is going to win. Let's move on. Looking at uh, some other games from week 13 of the HBCU football season. And Bowie State season is now over as uh, Bowie State unfortunately fell to Valdosta State sixty-six to sixteen. And what a season for Bowie State! They finished the season at ten and three. Still, right now, currently ranked number four in the latest Box to Row media poll. Um, but I tell you what, this was a phenomenal season for uh, Bowie State, and uh, I mean they ran into a bus saw against Valdosta State. This is a perennial power in Valdosta State. It was a good win by Bowie State uh, a couple of weeks ago, but they ran into a bus saw um, and they were on the road. So, I mean – Listen, you know Valdosta State has has built a championship contender for so many years, so they know how to, in fact, be able to get it done. Amir Hall in his last football game for the Bowie State Tigers of course, or the Bowie State Bulldogs, of course, he is the CIAA's all-time leading passer. Completed twenty of thirty-six passes, two hundred eighty-seven yards, two touchdowns, and one interception in the ball game to add to his total. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he is once again the box to row National Offensive Player of the Year for the season that he's had. Um, Again, in his last football game, two touchdowns, one interception, 287 yards passing. The thing about it, Valdosta State brought a pretty strong defense um, at home. Four sacks of Amir Hall. You don't see Amir Hall get sacked a whole lot. It's a pretty good offensive line that the Bulldogs had, but Amir Hall was sacked four times in that ball game. And it was just a Valdosta State team that was really, really good. But again, Bowie State had a really, really, really good season and a nice win in the first round of the Division II playoffs. Again, we're talking about a Bowie State program that had never won a CIAA championship. We, we're talking about a Bowie State program that had never won a Division II playoff game, and they did those. Uh, they were able to do that in back-to-back seasons, just ran, up, um, uh, <laughs> just ran into a bustle quite frankly, as they took on or were on the road against Valdosta State. So still some football left to be played during the course of the HBCU football season. We have a couple of games remaining. Norfolk State is going to be playing at Liberty on Saturday. Um, Also, you got the SWAC championship game, um, which features Alcorn State and Southern. And then, of course, we have the Celebration Bowl that's going to be taking place on December the 15th in Atlanta. So still some season left to be played. Um, uh, again, sorry, I missed you guys on this past weekend's additional from the press box to press for, I hope you got, uh, you were able to listen to the program uh, to the repeat program. And we had a, some pretty, we had a, a, a really good show. As a matter of fact, we had um, on, on our show, we had uh, Darius Leonard, um, Danny Johnson, Brandon Parker, all three of those young men part of this rookie HBCU football class that's making impacts on their respective football teams. But on the weekend edition, we do have a new show. i got a new show coming up on the weekend edition of uh, From the Press Box to Press Row, which can be heard on a radio station near you. You can log on to our website at box to uh, And not only that, um, you can also – Um, uh, hit us up at SiriusXM. We're on SiriusXM channel 142 on Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern. That's 8 a.m. Central Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time. Again, SiriusXM channel 142 on the weekend edition. Um, You know, we're going to switch gears a little bit. We like to talk with entertainers a lot of times about sports as well. We're going to talk plenty of HBCU football. There's no doubt about that. Um, But and by the way, we'll also talk about Texas Southern's big victory over Oregon in men's basketball. Oregon was number 18 um, in the country. Um, But Bill Duke, the great Bill Duke, is going to join us on the program. The great actor, um, the great producer, the great director. You may not know the name. If you Google Bill Duke, you see his photo, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. So Bill Duke going to join us on the weekend edition uh, from the press box to press row. Um, Let me get to these, uh, the coaches poll for week 13, North Carolina a and reigns supreme at number one. They received 18 of 19 first-place votes, followed by Alcorn State at number two, who received the other first-place vote. Southern at number three, Bethune-Cookman with uh, with a really good season, a, a finish really strong at number four, Grambling at number five. Six through ten looks like this. Hampton, Alabama A&M, Florida A&M, Jackson State, and Prairie View a in the media poll, it was a number one, Alcorn State number two, Southern number three, Bowie State number four, Grambling at number five. Six through ten looks like this. Virginia Union, Bethune-Cookman, Hampton, Florida AM, and Langston. Also look for the Box to Row All-America team, which is going to be released uh, on next week. And so log on to our website at BoxToRow.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W, or on Facebook, B-O-X, the number two R-O-W. And a great show for the weekend edition. Uh, from the press box to press row. If you're already on our website, click on the affiliates link to find a radio station in your area that carries the program. Also, um, you can listen to us on Sirius XM channel 142 Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern. That's 8 a.m. Central Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM channel 142. Don't forget it is hashtag giving Tuesday. So give to your favorite charity. Have a great day.